Hi, this is Steve-O from uh, Not Another Bee Horrorcast. You're listening to one of the great shows on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Hi, this is Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our great sponsors called Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of the Arcade Bros. I know, you're like, what? Two episodes in a row? What is going on here? Well, I'll tell you what's going on here. Uh, Raven joined the podcast and has been kicking ass. She's like, oh yeah, I'm going to post this, I'm going to post that. I'm like, okay, now you're making me look bad on all my other podcasts because I'm all like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'm not going to do much with this. <laughs> so um, Raven has been uh, not only like putting stuff out but just all like oh hey do you like this do you like that i'm like yeah do you're keep up on it because i'm like i'm clueless when it comes to certain things <clears throat> raven knows how to social media uh but anyway speaking of us and anything like that of course yes we are the arcade bros i am player one steve-o and player two hey there it's me, Raven, Revenge Lover. I don't know. I gotta figure out which one I want to say first. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You can. I mean, yeah. If you just want a stage name, we tell people that. But I think people already know who you are. Yeah. Um, but the you... one and only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you can find us at uh, www.arcade-bros.com, part of the Four Eye Radio Network. Of course, you can listen to us on fouriradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And let's see. I need to add some stuff to that. So before we dive into the meat of this show and all of its guaranteed more Fallout goodness or badness, depending on because the game has not even been out for a week yet, but um, in my head. yeah, uh, what have uh, what have you been up to, Raven? Uh, in life or in games? Uh, usually, I like to see how people's lives are going first, and then we'll dive into games. Oh, okay. Um, still pregnant. You know, oh, still okay. there. That's good. <laughs> uh, found out the gender of the baby, but I'm not telling anybody. No, that's good. Um, it's freaking cold out here in California. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just working and working on new logos for Forward Radio, the entire network in general. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen the logo that Raven designed before, I actually have it on the coffee mug that I'm drinking out of today. But uh, that was it. What I like about it is just very simple. But it stands out, and I think that's kind of cool when people can do that. Where they're like, "Oh, here's a simple logo." Like, I guarantee you making it was probably not that simple. It just looks very simple. Um, but yeah, it uh, takes some time. But it's better to be simple and have taken a lot of time than simple and look like a crappy logo. Yes, um, which is always always nice and stuff. But that's good. Um, what was I trying to remember? Oh yeah, that uh, I that was like the the thing that happened when you sent me a Snapchat of uh, when you first got pregnant, uh, and you sent it over, and I was all like, oh, I'm like, oh, what, Raven's pregnant or whatnot, and then I'm like, I can't, I'm guaranteed I can't tell anybody yet because she hasn't even said anything yet. So I was all like, uh, why would you give me this information? <laughs> 
did you feel like Glenn in The Walking Dead? Like you couldn't tell anybody, but you just uh. <laughs> yeah. It's just like uh, I'm like someone gave me information that everyone could be like, hey, congratulations. But I'm all like, it's it seems like I shouldn't tell anybody yet. And it wasn't until later that Eric was all like, oh yeah, so Raven's pregnant. You know, she announced that. I'm like, yeah, I knew that like a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's the benefit of having, you know, my other social media outlets. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat, which I know, like, Air, uh, Matthew's against Snapchat. What? He doesn't like random dick pics? No, apparently not. <laughs> um, which is weird, because he's always like, every time we have a guest over and we're, like, having fun with everyone, he's just like, ha show me your dick. Um, yeah, you'd think he'd be on top of that. He would, but uh, hey, what's going on with you in your life? Uh, me and my life? Well, let's see. Uh, did the show last night for Socially Awkward. Everyone's back in the studio because everybody took a break. Matthew went on vacation. Eric went on vacation. I'm like, I didn't do anything. Um, I took a half day on Friday to take care of a bunch of stuff. Went to Target, picked up um, the three game sale thing, which was nice. Clean, food shop, you know, all that good stuff. Had a crazy guy's night last night, so... Took me a while to get up this morning. Um, but yeah, nothing too much. Just getting ready for the holidays. Just going to be working a little bit of extra hours because we have Friday off. We have to make up that time for Black Friday. It's sucky, uh, it's sucky but it's hey, it's a lot better than last year because last year I was a temp. And it was all like, you get the day off, but you don't get paid for it. Um, oh, that's even suckier. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just take the... the good with the bad at this point but yeah other than that just kind of same old same old everyone's gearing up for that turkey trotting thing oh yeah and then i'm, I'm just like whatever and then yeah <laughs> and then and then christmas comes so that's about it did you get your christmas shopping done already hell no um i mean if it's for myself yes because i bought three games for myself um i don't know about everybody else yet i'm just like um i have to figure out what people want down. You saw my giant pile of crap that I have to wrap. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you still, at least it's like November. At least it's not like this is December twenty fourth, and you're like, I got shit today to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Ain't nobody got time for that. I will. I will ask this before we dive into the show with uh, so Christmas wrapping and holiday wrapping, whatever everybody wants to call it. But do, are you good at wrapping, like presents? I, I I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I I optimize as much paper. And tape as I can. Okay, I don't like, even know how to... I can't. Uh, uh, I don't know if this but... is... Okay, never mind. It looked like everything froze before. I was like, oh, no, no. Because um, that happened to yeah, Kyle and I at one point. Uh, no, I can't rap for the life of me. And I've even tried going online and finding tutorials and all this kind of stuff. So I end up just bagging everything. Are you good at origami? No. That explains it. People who are good at origami can wrap presents. People who are not cannot wrap presents. Though I don't know if I am or not because I actually – okay, so when that game came out, Heavy Rain, while you wait for the game to load and everything like that, they give you a little origami thing to put together, and I was able to put that together just fine. But those were like simple. I'm talking like super advanced origami. <laughs> hey, to me, origami is origami. It's all like – oh, wait. So is there like a feud in the origami world you're telling me that's like, oh, look at you. You only make clay. And I made I made Godzilla. Well, there's, like, you can make, like, easy little frogs and, like, whatever birds. And then there's, like, detailed frogs and, like, little tiny baby stars that are, like, 3D that you can make. And it just, it's all dexterity and, and mm. knowing, like, if I fold here, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Ah. 
Or maybe you just haven't put a lot of time into it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it did just come with a game, so I'm guessing they were just like, for here, then call here, and now you have Crane. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, no, I'm not very good at wrapping papers or presents, so... That's okay. Make it look good. Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Let's go with... Uh, so, now that we're all caught up on our daily lives, because I know that's what people tune in for, and then they just immediately shut the podcast off because they don't like gaming news. Um, no, uh, so Raven, what have you been playing this week? Looks like you've been very busy. I have finished, actually, Walking Dead Season 1. I got all the achievements. Nice. Yes. Um, what's funny is there's an achievement for winning Rock, Paper, Scissors against your buddy. I don't know if you played the yes. extra stuff. Yeah. I lost the first time, and then I was like, no, I'm going to get the stupid achievement. It's the last one. Mm-hmm. And I finally won. <laughs> that, ha- that happened to me as well. Like, it came up, and I was all like, okay. And then I did the thing. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, there's an achievement for that? I'm like, damn it. So, yeah, I had to go back and do that as well. Um, which I'm curious with Walking Dead Season 2, because I haven't even touched it yet. Like, I have it, obviously, I got it for free for PlayStation 4, um, which I'm going to dive into, because I did play the first one. I loved it. I wonder if they're going to have a continuation of that that group of people again at that, like, what was it, like, I forget what that one's called, like, 100 Days or something like that? Yeah, probably not. You'll probably, like, meet some other people. That's, if, I mean, I feel like it's just a way for them to be like, hey, let's explore this other person, what they would do, and blah, 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 blah. Okay. But I know you are going to continue with Clementine. She's on the oh. cover of the box. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I know I know that. Uh, I meant, like, I know that's going to be that whole season with her again and what she's dealing with after all the fallout from uh, Walking Dead season one. But I just meant that they're going to have, like, another extra bonus thing at the end, like, after her story concludes is they're going to go back to those people or something like that. Okay, so you finished The Walking Dead Season 1. Did you like the uh, decisions you made throughout the game, and how did you feel about the ending, and was it one of those games where it ends and you're just like, ah, emotions. I'm pretty content with all of the choices I made. I kind of did the thing where, like, I did my whole thing, finished it, and then looked online to see, like, oh, could I I have saved so-and-so and so-and-so? And I'm like... Oh, no, there was no way at all, so it really didn't matter if I saved them or not. Yeah, that's what I learned about certain things at that game. It's all like, oh, I saved this person, and they ended up dying anyways. And you're like, oh, and then, like, literally you're looking at your the stuff online while people do it, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, the choices you make, it's like things are just going to happen, like, in that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that Clementine in the second season doesn't turn out to be, like, uh, what was that one kid that was with the old people and the sister? Oh, for the hundred days. Oh yeah, what was that? That was uh, crap. That kid was like pretty messed up in the head and was just like, "We'll kill them all and blah blah blah." And why do you want to leave? We live here now. And I'm like, "Whoa, kid! Yeah, You're a kid, calm down, Carl." <laughs> Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl. Um, but uh, have you, but have you seen that? Uh. Oh, I think I talked about it last time, uh, where uh, Rick is looking at Carl, and he finds out that he had to kill his mom, but instead of Carl being there, it's a microwave. Oh, yeah. And Rick is, like, crying in front of it. Uh, oh, yeah, and it says, like, how you feel when you have to wait for your food during lunch in the microwave, and you're just like... <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I love all the stupid jokes they do with them, too, with those memes. Um, Did you see, uh, also in the background, when he's standing and looking at Carl and, like, crying... It says C block, cock block. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
So you played. So how, oh, yeah, okay. this was to say. So you finished up The Walking Dead. Uh, you looking forward to trying to get the season two to play? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been amazing. I didn't think the game was going to be that good, but I was just hooked from the first second I started playing it. How about you? Um, yeah, Tall Tale Games, uh, that was like the first one I played of theirs, and I was like, very well done. And now I'm like, kind of want to play all the other ones they made. Like, um, I know they did The Wolf Among Us. I, I think they did the Back to the Future game. I'm not sure. Uh, but like all those kind of point and click games, I think is I, I used to love those games like growing up and like kind of bringing them back, I think was kind of a cool idea. So uh, kudos to them for doing that. Like Encarta. You ever play that? No. Encarta was this old like it had everything you needed in it. So it had like a a word typing kind of like Microsoft Word before Microsoft Word. OK. And all this other stuff. But there was like a secret game that kids could play. And you would go throughout history, and you'd click on the different things throughout, and then it'd give you these different options, and it's like you're learning at the same time while you're playing the game. Huh, interesting. It's a super, super old game. Yeah, because <laughs> I think, I want to say, I think the last point-and-click game I played was probably Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle? Is that yeah, like did you ever see... Did you ever, or something? No, did you, no, it's, um, did you ever play, it was an old Nintendo game, I think it was on like a PC before they ported it over, but I think it was called Maniac Mansion? I've heard of it. This is like the sequel to it, um, okay. so a couple of characters come back from that one, but I guess they're trying to remake it, uh, they got like a crowdfunding thing going for like another, uh, like an HD version or a new animated version of the Day of the Tentacle uh, thing, where basically... You play as three different characters, one's in the past, one's in the future, and then one person's in the present, and you have to do different things, like, in different time periods, and it will show up in that, like, area, and, like, so if you, he leaves something in the, like, the past, the guy can open it up and be like, oh, here it is in the present kind of thing. That's kind of cool. It The name just reminds me of tentacle porn, though. <laughs> no, I know. Well, this is probably before, I mean, this came out before we've even, any of us kids even knew what uh, tentacle porn was. Um, but the Japanese knew with tentacle porn. Oh, yeah, they, they're like, oh, you're the, oh, they're the tentacle. But, um, but yeah, other than The Walking Dead, you know, I'm playing Fallout 4, and I'm, I want to cry right now. This game makes me so sad and happy at the same time. Mostly sad. No, mostly happy. For, uh, Fallout, for Fallout 4? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the game. I'm doing all the customization stuff. It's so cool. You know, I'm customizing my little town and all my weapons and stuff. And I finally got my character to look super cool, at least in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I can't move any of my characters in any save. Oh, that's... Uh... That sucks. Yeah, um, it took me a while to figure out the customization thing on it. I actually created two characters, and I'm actually probably going to go back and delete the first one I made. Because um, I was trying to, I was like thinking like, oh, maybe I'll go and play as a female. And uh, Math, Matthew and I were talking about this, and I think it's cool that you can play as a female. I just wish they would have changed the storyline for it. Yeah. Because for some reason, it just seems like a more male-driven storyline. <clears throat> Because it means more like, since the guy looks like he had a military background, then his wife gets killed, and he has to go after her and find his son. Which I was all like, wow, so in Fallout 3, you're looking for your dad. Fallout 4, you're looking for your son. I'm like, are they just going to keep switching that back and forth throughout all the Fallout games now? It's like the Fallout 5 is like, I'm looking for my alien. It's like, wait, what? You know what would be funny? Is if your son is the father from Fallout 3. 
Oh! Wow. He well, gains all of the smarts. Because I think what it, my theory is that they t they purposely put you and your baby and your family in this vault so that in the future, after you know, it's, you're able to go out into the world, even though there's still radiation, they could take your baby and experiment on your baby to see how smart and how the effects of the radiation on a pure blood baby is Ooh, and so on and so on. That's clever. And if I'm right... I will shout to the world. <laughs> no, if you're right, then you gotta, you have to. You're like, hey, Bethesda, gotta come up with better stories. Or hire me. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so yeah, so I like the customization. It's, it was kind of hard to get used to like creating that, making your character, because I was all like, when I went back and tried to create my male character, I'm like, oh, that's how you do this. Oh, that's how you do that one. Oh, uh, because like literally, I think I made a female, and I was like, how do I fix her eyebrows? Like she had really bushy eyebrows. I'm like, ugh, like this is horrible kind of thing. So. Well, yeah, I'm playing this. Yeah, and... there's there's a huge level of detail. You can make them really ugly or really pretty. Yeah, which I've been noticing all the stuff that people have been making celebrities, which I thought was funny. Um, a couple of pictures came out. Someone made John Cena. Uh, people made Beavis and Butthead. Um, Walter White. Yeah, Walter White. Um, I'm trying to remember who else there was. That was pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, they made um, oh the crazy guy from Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, Trevor. Mm -hmm. So um, I thought that was really kind of cool. Um, Graphic-wise, I think the game looks amazingly beautiful. Uh, just like walking around, and like I'm not even that far into it, but literally after I got out of the vault, I'm just all like, "Oh wow, like this is intense kind of stuff." Um, so basically, all I've done so far is I basically went got to the first town, ran into um, Cogsworth. Oh, and I found out the name I used is not in his dictionary. Yep. It's all mostly biblical names and common names. So I went with Stevo, and he just calls me <laughs> Sir. But then when I developed my female character, that her name was actually in the one that I picked. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I picked a bizarre one. I picked like Mackenzie or something like that. I have this theory that my name will never be on anything unless I personally pay for it to be customized. Like mm. growing up as a kid, going to Disneyland, my name was never on any of those stupid mugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well mine is they've never had the correct spelling for mine they always have v-e yeah it's always s-t-e-v-e-n for steven and not the ph yeah. i'm all like oh okay but but growing up was even harder because they didn't have stevie and that's what i went by so i'd go to places and be like there's no plate for me what the hell is this so i could pick up the ray mugs <laughs> the ray mugs and then just like add letters to it um yeah but, um, yeah, so, yeah, where I'm at right now, basically, left the first town, talked to him, got my dog, and then just went to the very first next town where, literally, you walk in and there's, like, raiders attacking somebody. He's like, hey, buddy, help me, kind of thing. So, um. Yeah, I just finished that mission, and then I got that bug, and I was so sad. I tried for an hour. I I spent about an hour, two hours making my character, and then a couple hours just, like, scrounging for things finally got to that town did that mission and then the stupid glitch <laughs> yeah so and uh i was very surprised so you beat that mission so i'm gonna ask this next question because literally i just finished that mission i just have to walk outside though i'm curious because i killed all the raiders after you get your uh power armor up <laughs> on the roof and then i literally saw this death claw like this is how crazy this game is it is so detailed and everything like that. So, like, I'm on top of this building, and I don't know. Like, probably in the game, it's got to be, like, 200, 300 feet away, like, downtown. You can literally see all these buildings. And there's just this death claw that came through. 
and started killing all these remainder raiders. But then he's just like hanging out down there, like walking around. I'm like, holy shit! Like I can see all this. Like it's it's re- it's so like crazy that you're just like games have really become very because well. I like Fallout Three was good, but it wasn't like that. Where like you're walking through and you can see stuff in the distance, but it wasn't until you get to it then you're like, oh, okay, there's something, you know, kind of thing. Or there's something. But I'm all like, clear as day, I can see this huge death claw just like walking in this town. I'm like, holy crap! Like, yeah, in Fallout Three, you had to have really high perception to see that far. Uh, but that death claw scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, uh, oh, did when you I, jump down and try to? No, I haven't. Shoot him? No, I didn't jump down or anything yet. I just kind of saw it in the back, and it was all like, "Well, I'm gonna go back downstairs because I think the mission's complete. So let me go talk to everybody, and then I'll venture out into that little thing." Because, so Matthew was telling me. So when I was playing Fallout Three, um, I did not run into a death claw yet. So and I've been in the game for almost like I've been playing it for like forty plus hours. So finally I get the Nuka Cola challenge and I'm looking through stuff and I go, oh okay, these are three places that will have Nuka Cola. So I go to this one town that I've never been there before and I'm all like, holy shit, there's a there's a death claw. I'm like, this is my first encounter. I'm like, okay. So it comes running at me. I'm shooting at. It, I take it down. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, that thing was kind of you know difficult. That thing hauls ass, you know, everything. Like that. I'm like, all right, but it wasn't that bad, you know. It's like maybe I'm at a pretty good level. Yeah, the town I went to is infested with death claws. <laughs> so I don't run into any of them in the entire game, and then I turn the corner and there's like three of them, and I'm like, oh shit, no, 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 and I just like bolted from that town. Just wait until you get into the story and you meet up with the Brotherhood of uh, No Enclave. Those death claws will be the bane of your existence. Uh, well, I have met. I, well, I did. Well, basically, I'm at the last mission on uh, the story mode. Oh, okay. You didn't see, or did you find out anything about them experimenting and how they made the death claws? No, I didn't look at it because I did open a crate where a death claw came out and started attacking the enclave, and I was escaping. Yeah, you'll find more of those crates, and then you'll find a place that's just infested with them, where they started killing all the enclaves, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering if that's actually that town then, because I yeah, did fall. The, 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 I did fall in like I was walking around because I was trying to find a store to get those Nuka Colas. And I literally fell through the grate, and I was underground in this whole, like, kind of facility thing. So I'm wondering if that's mm-hmm. – I kind of exited out of there because I was kept running into death claws. I'm like, I got to get the F out of here. I'm like, I'm not prepared for this kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's the place. Okay, I'll have to go back to that one then. But, yeah, it was it was just funny to me. I'm like, yeah, I don't run into a single one. And then I go to, like, the town where they're all like – it's like a teddy bear's fucking picnic, you know. Um, <laughs> But, get a um, rocket launcher and shoot teddy bears at them. <laughs> yeah, oh no, th- that's this isn't Sunset Overdrive. Um, you can do that in uh, in Fallout Three. Oh, you can do it in Fallout Three. I thought you can do it in yeah, Fallout Four. Yeah, you make you make a a gun called the Rocket Launcher, and whatever you grab and put into it is whatever shoots out. So I like killing <laughs> super mutants and putting teddy bears in them. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I saw- like cigarettes. And cigarette cartons. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really need to sit down and start doing the custom, like the creating stuff in Fallout Three. But of course, Fallout Four, I've been playing. So yeah. And then I picked up. Hey, uh, what was I picked up? Then I picked up uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, but it was funny. I go to Target, pick these up, and the guys all like, he's like, "You're not going to touch those games, are you?" Yet. I'm like, "No, I got Fallout Four. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, but the, I'm like, the sale was really good. Buy two, get one free. So I'm like. I figure these will be just sit there for a bit until I have my fun with um, Fallout 3. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully your game can get fixed, because that sucks. 
I'm going to try right as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm probably going to... That's what I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm going to jump back on and play and stuff. So one question I have to ask, and I've been seeing a couple of videos and stuff of like that. How do you like the Pit Poi edition? I love it. The only thing is that, um, you know, your phone's constantly on. So I'm like, is it draining a lot of my battery or mm. is it draining just a little bit? I'm unsure. Um, using the Pit Boy, you know, while you're in the game is pretty cool. Um, the only downside to using the Pip-Boy on your phone versus using it in the game, if you use your Pip-Boy in the game, it kind of pauses the game for you. Mm -hmm. So that way, like, nothing attacks you or whatever. Yeah. If you're using it on your phone, it's real time. So you could get attacked while you're standing there looking at your Pip-Boy. Mm. That, that would be bad. So, um, yeah, so um, should be fun. Hopefully dive into more of this. I was very surprised that uh, they gave you the power armor that early in the game. But then I'm also thinking, like, this is probably going to be the armor that you keep throughout the game, and you just customize and build upon that. Because uh, I know that's yeah. what they're really shooting for in this game, where, like, everything is customizable. Like, you know, you can find pieces of armor to throw on, like, while you're still wearing your one outfit, which I thought was kind of... It's basically, they took a lot of stuff from Skyrim, I think, and were like, let's implement this onto the Fallout game. Um, the, the only thing is that you can't continually use your Pip-Boy because your fusion cell will run out. Oh, so really? the more you're walking around with it, the more you're draining the power. Oh. So basically you're like <laughs> So basically you're like Oh, okay, that would make sense then. So basically you just kinda grab your power armor when you're like, Okay, I got big things to do or something like that. Yeah, and luckily like if you leave your power armor somewhere to be used, I don't think anybody picks it up, but it shows up on your little mini map. Like, hey, this is where your power armor is. Although I am a little pissed off that it doesn't show where your companions are. I know they had that issue in New Vegas, and then they finally did an update. I'm hoping they do an update soon. Okay. Because I I made Dog Meat stay, and I kind of for a second forgot where I left him. Oh. <laughs> so I had to, like, venture around and try and find him, and then I finally got him to follow me. And it's like, I, you don't always want them to follow you because, like, if he was there when that Deathclaw was attacking me, he would have died. Well, actually, I don't think the dog can die in this one. Okay, good. I remember them. I, that just, was, I didn't uh, want to chance. I just no, I understand that, but I remember that was like their original thing when like they premiered at E3. They're like, oh, and dog meat uh, cannot die this time, so everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. So everyone's excited about that. Um, I'm pretty sure your other companions probably can die. Um, if you get Codsworth can be a companion. Oh, can he? Yes. Damn it. After you finish that mission and stuff, and you go back to talk to him and. He asks, oh, was there any, did you meet anybody, blah, 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 and then he'll ask if you want him to be a companion. Oh. But he only tolerates you. He doesn't love you like Dogmeat does. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Um, so, okay, <laughs> so that's interesting with the power armor. Did not know about that. And now that kind of makes more sense with a lot of the stuff that I was always quite, like, I was a little bit like, wow, you get your power armor this early and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then probably that rocket town is probably going to be your main hub for everything because I think yeah. that's where you put everything and do all that kind of stuff. So it is kind of interesting. Oh, that was the problem. So uh, tutorial in this game, I think, is very scarce. They don't yeah. really, they don't really tell you because Matthew and I were talking about this, and I go, yeah. So I just got done playing Fallout Three. So you think all the controls would be kind of the same? Maybe little changes and stuff. They moved a lot of stuff around because I was trying to do the um, the VAT thing to because i sh suck at shooting things in that game i'm like i need to zoom in and do the like targeting system and i keep i'm like what's the button and then finally i found out it was left uh bumper on the xbox i was like it's been right bumper the entire time on uh the the fallout 3 oddly enough i didn't have an issue with the controls because in fallout 3 i changed my key map uh. and all of the keys that i mapped in fallout 3 are 
almost exactly the same in this new game. So I think they kind of like learned which keys do people map the most and blah, 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 and then implemented it in a new game. Well, those bastards. Um. <laughs> yeah, because the Pip-Boy used to be B in Fallout 3. Yeah, and I think it still is B. I changed it in Fallout 3 to be right bumper because it just makes more sense to have it up there because I kept pushing it and I'm like, I don't want the Pip-Boy. I'm trying to do something else. Uh, yeah. So yay, Bethesda. <laughs> well, they uh, they do stuff. But yeah, so we'll dive into more of Fallout 3 during the coming weeks, especially with Thanksgiving coming up and me having a lot of free time. I'm hoping to game a lot more and jump really into this this freaking world because even like I'm walking around going like this is overwhelming but I'm just going to take it one step at a time and not try to be like because that's what happened with the same thing with the Witcher it's like I finally jumped into it and I'm all like okay just focus on little stuff before you move on to other stuff it's amazing how fast time passes because I was doing the one mission and Chris is like you've been playing for a couple hours now you should probably take a break and I'm like what are you talking about? It's only been like 30 minutes. And I looked at the time and it was six o'clock and I got home at four o'clock. Yeah, that actually happened. Uh, I, I took care of everything I needed to do yesterday before I sat down to play this. Cause I was like, it's just gonna, I just know I'm going to get engulfed. So I started playing like about two 45 and the next thing I know the door's knocking and Eric's here for the podcast. And it's like uh, about <laughs> five something. I'm like, Oh, like crap. And I'm like, and I felt like I didn't do that much. Yeah. Like I literally am like I'm like I just got out of the vault. Like what the hell? Like it was so freaking crazy. So so exciting. <laughs> uh, but let's see. I'm trying to think. So yeah, that's all basically I've been playing is just Fallout Three and Fallout Four. Hopefully I'll touch the other two. I'm really kind of excited for the new Tomb Raider because I loved the last one when they did it. Um, so I'm hoping they keep it similar to that. I'm glad though that they got rid of the uh, the giant torch that oh, you hold every so often. Oh yeah. It didn't make sense when you're like going under rocks and you're holding this torch all the way up and the flames are above your head. Like, you yeah. should be on fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is some flaws with that. But, you know, if that if that's our biggest concern is just that, then that's pretty good. Because really, I thought the controls were good. The mechanics were great. The storyline was fun. I like customizing your weapons, upgrading stuff. So, I mean, they really took a lot of stuff and made it like almost like a had the RPG aspect to it where – you can do stuff and like level things up. So I'm pretty sure they'll keep it to a certain thing, but we'll see how this crazy adventure goes. Let's see what this girl gets put through this time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How many times can you get stabbed in the stomach? <laughs> oh man. That, yeah, that was just like, like I was, I was talking to somebody at work about it too. And I was all like, look, like I play violent video games and yeah, some stuff is kind of like, Oh, or you know what? And maybe some, you know, horror survival ones are kind of like oh shit you know that's scary or whatnot but this is the only game that like when she died i literally like cringed just like ah oh, like why do you Ooh, do these yeah. death scenes like, like when you fell into the water in the ocean and then like the current just pushes you back into those spikes yeah was, uh, it's just like you just made her deaths like so realistic and it's just like terrifying and i'm like but like in fallout i can get shot in the face i'm like all right whatever you know like it doesn't phase me in other games but when like she, she just does that limp or like when she drowns mm -hmm. and she just limps and then her body flows you're just like oh like you just cringe i'm like i'm like thank you for putting that image in my head uh crystal <laughs> dynamic so and square enix <laughs> yeah so um i don't know what you want to dive into i know we have a lot of different stuff going on so do you want to talk about the best and worst fallout 4 glitches or do you want to talk about how I... fans might be furious about the cancellation for the pip boys um, let's go ahead and dive into the glitches since we already kind of, uh... You found one. 
we oh my gosh i'm holy crap <laughs> sorry i just clicked on the store and i saw the first glitch picture and i'm like holy shit that's creepy yeah missing your whole entire face is a little bizarre hey it's the uh the assassin's creed uh unity uh syndrome <laughs> or the next one where it's uh you're wearing a skirt as a woman but then it's showing a little bit of your panties and your ass right there oh really Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little, little upskirt for you guys. <laughs> He's all like, I'm so scared. Um, People in basketball hoops. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, I'm actually kind of curious. So on the – I noticed, like, the color scheme at the bottom for HP and stuff like that is in blue. Is that, like, the PlayStation version or – No. Um, Ever since Fallout 3, you can change the color of your uh, HUD. I changed mine to white. What? Yeah, and what's cool is if you change the color of your HUD in-game, it changes for your Pip-Boy app. Man, I wish I would have known about this because, like, I'm colorblind, so it's really hard for me to see stuff. Yeah, change it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do that then because this is all the stuff I didn't know about. The same thing happened with, um, what's it called? The same thing happened with Destiny when I found out they had a colorblind mode. And I think uh, Walking Dead also has a colorblind mode. Man, I really got to get on my shit. Okay, so the guy's a basketball hoop. So, hey, play. You want to play some hoops? Um, a lot of people uh, showing through their uh, armor. <laughs> I am the worst Iron Man ever. I had that happen for a second. The first time I went into my power armor, a little bit of my hat was poking out. And I was like, oh, okay, that's uh, a little strange. So I will have to say this. When I did see the power armor in this one, I immediately thought Iron Man. Yeah. Like Iron Man 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, dog meat just floating in the air. I did, uh, when I was shooting the raider guys in the first town, uh, one of the raiders is, like, dead but floating in the air. I took uh, a screenshot of it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's, my, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we'll start doing that. We'll come up with a collection of uh, glitches that we run into to either record or um, send out. <laughs> this one's hilarious. You're dead, uh... Your dead husband or wife, like halfway through the little cryo yeah. chamber there, and, they, and they're just smiling at you. Yep, that's creepy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, well, that's that's what I've learned, which I which I never get sometimes. But Bethesda, they make great games, but when they first come out, they're they're buggy and glitchy as hell. Um, I don't blame them. The game is so expansive and so huge, and it has its own life. And it's like, we're only human. We can't catch everything, you know? Yeah, no, I totally uh, totally understand that. Um, but, yeah, so... But that's what I've learned with uh, the Bethesda. But the, the weird part is, is, like, every time you play a Bethesda game, either on PC or Microsoft uh, consoles, they always seem to be able to patch those up quicker. And, like, I remember with PlayStation 3 with Skyrim, like, they were like, yeah, we're working on it, but you're not going to get it for a while. Like, they kind of neglected that system. Yeah, I mean, it's sad, but you gotta, they're a business. They gotta make their priorities. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I mean, well, I think it's funny that, like, they even said with the Xbox three, or Xbox One, that's like all the PC mods we're gonna get for free. All the PC, oh my god, don't even talk to me about PC. That stupid I can't move glitch that I have on my game, mm -hmm. it's fixable on PC, but I can't fix it on the Xbox One. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's kind of the, th uh, yeah, it's, that's the only bad part is like they will patch things up for PC first before they even, you know, touch the consoles and stuff like that. But it is what it is. But those were some pretty good, uh, 
pretty good glitches. Uh, the one story I did see, because we are since we're just on the Fallout um, thing, so a Target employee buys out all the Nuka Colas. That it, it's not just one Target employee; it's all the Target employees. I went to go like they had them in stock a couple days before, because you go on the Target website and mm. say, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah," has it available? I went in the next day; they're all gone because the damn employees were like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy all of them," but it's ah. like. There was a limit of one per person, and just because you work for a store, it doesn't mean that you know you automatically get to buy them all. Yeah, that they should have um, they should have really done something with that because that's kind of shitty too. Because it's like you got people like us who are fans of the thing, and like we want to get them just to be like, oh, it's kind of cool to have because you know they're only going to have this for a limited time during this promotion kind of thing. And it's like, okay, so you guys are telling me if you're first come first serve because you work there, they come off the truck, you're just going to buy them, and no one else gets a chance for them. So. Um, so I'm wondering. Actually, now I'm curious. It sucks. So is Target the only place that's selling it? Because I know you can get Jones sodas like at um, uh, Bevmo and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a Target exclusive, and now they're up in eBay for like 150, 200 dollars. Oh, so that's was... probably. You know what? That's probably why they did it. Yeah, just to do the hype. You know what? As a big f you to all those people, I'm gonna go buy Jones uh, berry soda and then find the label, print it, and make my own. Oh, there you go. And they can s my d. <laughs> uh yeah let's let's stick it to them then so um so fuck you target employees during the holiday season uh <laughs> except for my friends who work at target i love you guys <laughs> well no they no I, I just meant like yeah but that's what I, I have a feeling now that you told me that that's probably what they did is they bought the they bought them up and they're like we're gonna throw this on ebay because we know people are gonna want this kind of shit so um i think if jones son and bethesda was smart they'd be like hey fuck this let's spread the market a little bit um you just sell it to everybody. Like, yeah, I don't just, just limit it. Yeah, I don't get that kind of stuff. Well, that kind of sucks with that thing. Um, one of the things that I thought was crazy, so we've we've had a bunch of games coming out, E3 hit, all this kind of crazy stuff. And then just on, what was it, the 12th of like December, Nintendo's like, oh, hey, remember us? And they just dropped a shit ton of news. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Pokemon is going to be available, and now you can play it with your friends and battle each other? Yeah. Like the old red, blue, and yellow? Yeah, they're yeah they're re-releasing red, blue, and yellow on the 3DS. Um, the the I, I remember hearing about the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess getting remade for the Wii U, but mm -hmm. it, I, it's, like, it's coming out in March, and I'm like, holy crap. And then there's like an exclusive thing where you can get the amiibo with, uh, you know, Wolf Link and everything. I'm like, holy crap. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to find what some of the other stuff they talked about. Uh, I know the cloud's going to be available for smash. Yeah. Like I did not see that coming. Um, that, that, that just came out of left field. Like it, what? Huh? Yeah, it really <laughs> did. All of it, Cause I'm all, I'm looking at it going like, is this real? Is this a hoax? Is it? And they're like, no, we're putting cloud in. I'm just like, okay, Nintendo, you like, that's why I think it's so funny. Like I love Nintendo, like always have, always will be and stuff like that. And granted, yeah, they don't really have that many games sometimes. Like their exclusive games are few and far between, but I still feel like they put out really good products. But um, yes. when they drop shit, they drop it. Like that's why I think it's so funny when everyone's all like, you know, E3 comes around, they're like, oh, Nintendo has got crap. Nintendo isn't this. I'm like, Nintendo released a game called Splatoon, a very simple game and idea, and it's probably one of the best multiplayer games out there. It kicks all the crap out of the Call of Duties and stuff like that because anybody can pick it up and play, and all their DLCs and all their updates are free. It's because they have that very traditional Japanese mentality of, I'm not going to make a shitty product mm -hmm. fast for you. I'm going to take my time, 
make it as good as I can, and then I will give it to you. Yeah, and it, it makes sense because, I mean, if you think about it, like, I was like, okay, the games that came out, like, the exclusive games that came out this year that I know of was Splatoon, Mario Maker, and the Yoshi game. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like, the Xenoblade game they've been talking about forever. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, um, that's coming out December 4th. Oh, and that Toad game. Oh, that's right, the, um, uh, was it the... Great. The Adventure Toad guy or whatnot. Yeah, there was that game too. That was a good one. I played a little bit of the demo, and I want to get it. I just haven't gotten it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I finally found some stories with that. So yeah, they're releasing, you know, uh, uh, you know, Cloud on Super Smash Bros. The uh, Twilight Princess HD. They also talked about how the next Legend of Zelda game will be coming out in 2016 as well. The brand new one that we keep seeing trailers. That's basically gonna, I would say, have a massive world, almost like Fallout. Um, is what they're going for with that uh, cell shaded one. Um, what else did they drop? Finally. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been waiting on that. Like, I don't know how. Like, they kept teasing us with it. They like, keep pushing it back. So basically, that's why I feel like they're going to give you the HD version of the Twilight Princess, which I know I'll definitely pick that up and play because I. That's like, as much as I love Ocarina of Time and stuff like that, I love this Zelda game just because it was like darker. Finally. Um, yeah, it, it was definitely a more mature, like they figured, hey, our audience who lo- has loved Zelda forever, they're grown up. We should probably do a little more grown up theme. Yeah, so I thought that was a really funny. I know a lot of people, I think they did not. So I, I remember I was watching this guy do a countdown video and I was like, did not agree with his choices or whatnot. But he's all like, because honestly, to me, I think the worst Legend of Zelda game, and this is really weird to say for me, like actually saying there's a bad Legend of Zelda game. And I'm not even talking about CDI. I'm talking about legit bad Legend of Zelda games that were actually made by Nintendo. Uh, I think the worst one was actually Skyward Sword. Yes. There were so many bugs. So it's, uh, Why would you make a game where you can only play it with the whatever plus, Wii Mote plus, yeah, Motion Plus? Yeah, it was the PlayStation Plus. I mean, the only cool thing I got out of it is now I have that Wiimote that's like a Legend of Zelda themed Wiimote, and I'm like, I'm fine with that. But it's like, it, it barely works sometimes. Um... I felt like they everything about Legend of Zelda they took away from it. They're like, you can only carry this many items now. You have a stamina bar. It's like, are you trying to make this like Skyrim? Because if you are, you're doing it very badly. Um, I'd have to put Sky uh, Skyward Sword up next to uh, Zelda Two. I did not like Zelda Two. I see, but then again, this is me on the weird one. I did. I it's not one of my top top Zelda games, but I do like it because they try they try to do something different. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the the platform and the technology at the time didn't work with what they were trying to do. Yeah, but yeah, that's so th- why they made uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time was uh, them trying to redo Zelda Two. Yes, and I loved. Yeah, I love. Yeah, Ocarina of Time is fun. Now, again, would we ever get to see one of that game? You know, get re released on one of the big heavy hitter consoles? Probably not. But I think it's cool that they're doing this one because they're like, hey, it's the thirtieth year of Legend of Zelda. Here's this game, because that's what they did, I think, like, with the Skyrim Sword came out 25 years, and then they're going to release the new one. So, looking definitely forward to that. Um, and, of course, they're releasing a female Link. Lincoln or something? Linkly or exactly. something like that, which I think is kind of dumb. Just call her Link. Yeah. But uh, it looks like she'll be... Link uh, tits. Yeah, Link <laughs> with tits, yeah. Bring the tits, Link! Um, she'll be in the Hyrule Warrior um, game. I guess they're going to do another... Um, uh, probably DLC for that and stuff, which another game I need to actually jump back into that, play it again for a little bit, and I forgot, like, oh, I really like this game, and I'm like, I really need to finish it. Um, Same, I need to get all the sculptulas and all the extra stuff, the side stories with all the other people. Yeah. I got all the DLC uh, 
first day that they came out, and it's pretty cool. You can have an eight-bit sword and run around with that. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it looks like Star Fox Zero coming to Wii U in April of 2016, because I know it was actually supposed to be released for the holiday, but they pushed it back, so... And they're going to have a new Wii U bundle just in time for Christmas. Yes. It's going to have uh, pre-installed versions of Splatoon and Smash Bros. Very nice. Um, so you can get pissed off with all your friends <laughs> during the holidays. During the holidays, yeah. that's Actually, that's what I noticed. Nintendo, okay, out of all like the Call of Duties, Modern Warfare, like online playing video games, versing and stuff like that, I've never seen so many people get angry and rage quit so much when you're actually playing with everybody together with a Nintendo system. Yeah. Uh, like, Nintendo will say, not only Nintendo brings out the best in people, brings out the worst in people. You ever play Smash Bros. with people who think they're all that, and you take them out? Like, they fucking lose it. Have you ever played Smash Bros. with somebody who's really good, and you're just like, why the hell can't I beat you? It's been 26 games already. Um, I, I, I'm not here to toot my own horn, but no, I haven't run into that, because I'm that guy. I'll have to get you hooked up with my buddy Alex. He's ridiculous. He can play any character. Any character you can throw at him, and he'll beat you. Yeah, that's what happened to me and stuff. It's like, and it's just one of those things that I guess, like, it's like I'm okay with Street Fighter and those kind of things. I know people can whoop my ass in those games, but like for whatever reason it was, Smash Bros. and Mario Kart was just like a game I could jump into and just like wail on people. We'll have to do the Mario Kart because I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. Yeah, nobody's beating me. I love Mario Kart though. <laughs> did you have you unlocked? Did you get Mario Kart Eight? Uh, yes. I don't think I've unlocked everything, or maybe I have. It's been a while. Okay, I remember unlocking all the characters. I remember buying, I think I bought the DLC, so I do have Link now, which is kind of cool. Um, which I thought, again, oh, yeah. another smart idea with Nintendo. You finally started implementing all the... It's like, basically, you took the Wii... Everything we wanted with the Wii, you finally started doing with the Wii U, where it's like, oh, we're going to have DLCs for Smash Bros. I'm like, thank you. Like, that was such a no-brainer. Like... We, my buddy TJ and I were talking about this when Smash Bros. Brawl came out, going like, you could have taken so much of our money if you're just all like, oh yeah, we're releasing this character, DLC, pay for it. I'm like, fuck yeah, shut up and take my money. Yep. Or skins. People love skins. Yeah, actually that's the thing I wish they would have done. So instead of creating uh, the same character, basically... I would have rather had skins. So if you're playing as Link, you can go through and then you have like Toon Link, Dark Link, all those like to like things like that, and you can leave the slot open for other stuff. Yeah, that would I mean, maybe in the future. Maybe. maybe they can hear us right now and they're listening. <laughs> well, I, I've been saying this for a long time. Like I'm like, you have Star Fox. If you want to put the other team members in there, I'm like, if you're just gonna make them all have the same moves, then just do a skin. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so Nintendo basically just came out of nowhere. It was just like, oh, hey, yeah, we're still here. So, um, I'm thinking next year is going to be a big year for Nintendo. Um, they're going to take everyone's money, especially because they've been talking about the, the NX. Yes. I don't know when that's going to be releasing, but I know everybody's prepping and priming for that. Well, I have a feeling, I don't know if it's going to get released next, probably not next year. If it does, I'd be very surprised. But they were, they were in talks of talking about the new Legend of Zelda game being released on the Wii U and then being like the... Uh, Twilight Princess, where they released it on the Wii, and then they released it on the GameCube, one of those kind of things. Oh, yeah. So they might, they were talks about, which I'm like, well, if you do do that, then shut up and take my money. Obviously, I'm going to buy it on the new system just to have the best graphics, so. Um, but, yeah, let's see what else is there. Oh, yeah, uh, we'll talk about this, because we're both Xbox owners, so Xbox backwards compatibility. Yay! It's now available, for those who don't know. Yes, um, a lot of great lineups already, um, and more titles to come. So apparently some of the titles that, um, I think that we have 104 titles right now that you can, uh, if you own the game, pop it in, it downloads, and then you can play it. Um, 
right onto your Xbox One. Uh, there's even some of the arcade games are available right now. Like I remember just going over to my thing, and, like a bunch of the Sonic the Hedgehog games that I got are just all there now. I'm like, oh crap. Um, the only downside is you will have to save all your game data to the cloud uh, when you start moving your games over if you want to play, um, if you want to keep so that data. So don't get rid of your 360 yet. <laughs> yeah, so don't get rid of your 360 yet. Um, and Or you could probably do it another way where if you have the external hard drive that came out uh, that's like two terabytes that actually works with the Xbox One and the 360, you could probably transfer everything over to that and then just move it over to the Xbox One. So... But yeah, a lot of games, and I guess a couple of the games that are going to be coming, uh, more titles on the way, they're doing Halo Reach, Halo Wars, Skate 3, Bioshock, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinity, and Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, the backwards compatible game starting November 12th, so we have Gears of War 3, Fallout 3, uh, which by the way, if you did pick up Fallout 4, you did get a free copy of Fallout 3 with it, so... I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Borderlands, which actually I'm part of the preview program, so I already had Borderlands on my Xbox One, which was kind of cool. Uh, Fable 2, Just Cause, Mass Effect, Mirror's Edge, and then just a bunch, a bunch of the arcade stuff. Uh, the Banjo-Kazooie titles are there, uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD. A lot of the old school, like Earthworm Jim, Doom, yes. Sonic, Golden Axe. So yeah, they got a lot of crazy stuff coming this way. Um, oh yeah, Crazy Taxi. Uh, all the Gears of Wars, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, they. Do you remember the Crazy Taxi arcade? Yes. That thing was the coolest ever. I actually not only do I remember getting that, but I remember actually getting uh it for the uh, Sega Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And you, the little screen would show you all the information and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So um, but yeah. All the Pac-Man stuff that's on here, Monkey Island. So yeah, so basically, and it was funny because somebody was actually asking me. They're like, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting a, a next-gen console. I'm debating between the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four. I'm like, well, basically, whatever. You know, I, I I try not to push like the like be like the fanboy and push a console on somebody. Like if they're not really, you know, into it, I basically go, well, look at the games they have. Which one are you gonna probably want to play more? And I go, and worst case scenario, pick up a, pick up both controllers and see which one you like better. If you've never played a console before. Like, just see which one is going to be more comfortable. Uh, but I think they were leaning more towards an Xbox One, but they're like, maybe I should just get a 360. I'm like, actually, just get an Xbox One. If you're going to upgrade and you're thinking of the Microsoft family, just go with the One because, like, all these games are going to be backwards compatible anyways now. Yep. Sony, you're messing up. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing I thought was weird because people were asking me with the PlayStation 4. They're like, oh, they're going to do – I'm like, as far as I know, they did not announce anything backwards compatible. In fact, Sony does what Sony does best is they make fun of people. Where Xbox does it and PlayStation's like, oh, that's a dumb move. And then all the fanboys with PlayStation are like, yeah, you're dumb. You have to, you were backwards compatible. And I'm like, do you know how many PlayStation 3 games I have that I have a couple that I want to beat, but I don't feel like turning on my. Actually, that was the selling part for my brother. He just got a PlayStation 4, but he actually did not pick one up on launch because he thought it was backwards compatible. And I was just going to let him borrow a bunch of my games that he ever played. And then he was like, oh, it's not. And he was like, fuck this. And then he like, he didn't end up picking it up at that time. Now, he did pick it up just recently because of all the holiday bundles and sales and stuff. But, yeah, I just don't – I don't understand. I'm pretty sure PlayStation will do what they usually do where they make fun of the other consoles, and then a year later they go ahead and do it, and they make it seem like all it was their all idea. All the fanboys just need to, like, calm their tits for real. Like, both consoles are amazing, and every time you talk shit about a console, you're talking shit about a – ton of people who worked on something that cost hundreds of dollars and all of their time 
Yeah. Just to make it just for you. Well, I love the arguments. It's either like everyone says PlayStation 4 is better than the Xbox people come out and be like, no, no. And then everybody just drops the same stupid bomb and they go, PC's legit. You know, the whole kind of thing. And I, the thing I hate, I go, look, whatever you want to game on, that's great. If you like playing video games, if you like playing on PCs, awesome. You're playing on PlayStation 4, great. You like playing on Xbox One, perfect. You like the Wii U, awesome. Like, to me, being a gamer is you want to just get in every like nook and cranny of gaming and stuff like that if you just isolate yourself to one console because honestly i'll put it this way yes xbox one has some great stuff about it it does have some bad stuff about it playstation 4 has some great stuff about it guess what there's some bad stuff about it i mean hands down when i jumped on the playstation 4 and was playing last of us like the remaster i did not think that game could look any better and it does and I'm like, yeah, hands down right now, not comparing to a PC, because I already know PC has the best graphics in the world, but PlayStation probably has the best graphics. Well, and PC's got an asterisk by it, because it depends on how much money do you have and how much money can you shell to upgrade your computer every time. Exactly. Just because you have a PC doesn't mean it's better. <laughs> yeah. So I just go, like, I just, I think the fanboyness needs to stop. That's great. Okay, look, if you prefer PlayStation, that's fine. But if someone likes Xbox, don't be like, oh, fuck your system. Your system is dumb. It's like, guess what? Fallout 4 is on every console except for Wii. So, yep. guess what? We're all playing the same it. game. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I usually get on these rants with that kind of crap because I just, I think it's dumb. Um, no, I feel your pain. <laughs> but, yeah, um... I don't know if there's any other stories you want to hit before we wrap this bad boy up. Um, no, I think we pretty much covered everything. Like, yeah, I just put some. Stuff. I know I put some like show notes in here just like when I was looking and stuff, and then I didn't expect Nintendo to drop that huge n bomb on us. Oh, well, hold on, not that kind of n bomb, like a Nintendo bomb. <laughs> Wow. Um, I'm half offended. <laughs> I, you know what? You should be because I just realized after I said it, like, oh, shit. Uh, Matthew can be my other half. That's out the Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to – next week it looks like I'll have a brand new co-host because I, I fucked up. <laughs> my apologies, kids. That's <laughs> not what I meant. I meant a Nintendo bomb was dropped. Actually, you know what? I shouldn't even say bomb was dropped after the shit that just happened in Paris. Wow. Yes. Um. This has been Nintendo. our most yeah uh, Nintendo um fun bag. Yeah, fun um, bags are good. So my dearest apologies for offending everybody this week on Arcade Rose. <laughs> this will be the last episode apparently because I am going to have to go to jail now. Um, and he starts a new podcast. Stephen offends everybody. Yeah, yeah, basically that's what it should be. <laughs> no, I apologize for all that. Wow, that's <sighs> you try to be creative with wordplay and then you're just like no. That's not what I wanted. Um, but yeah, so um, before we head out, Raven, if people are looking for you on the internet or they want to play games with you on the inter-gaming web, where can they find you? Look up Revenge Lover. One word, no spaces, regular spelling. And that's as easy as it gets. Yeah, that's very easy. Unlike me, where I make it complicated. So if you want to play with me on Xbox or Wii U, go to School Days. That's S K O O L D A Z E zero six nine. And on the PlayStation Network, it's School Days, exactly spelled the same, but no zero and just six nine at the end of it. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at arcade underscore bros. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page at www.facebook.com backslash arcade bros and uh yeah give us some loving and we do have um i won't announce it yet once we get in the thing but we do have a brand new sponsor coming our way 
um, which I'm super excited about. So we'll hopefully once we get that announced, we'll talk about the uh, creating uh, new bumpers and stuff like that for that show. But of course, another lovely um, sponsor you should check out is Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, we visit revengelover.com. I'm not going to make Raven ever read her own promotion. It'd be funny if I did it one day, though. Yeah. Or you just make up like an accent and do it. Um, oh, and speaking of holidays, going back, don't forget, go to Amazon.com, oh. go to Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner at the top, and shop like normal, and we get a little bit of the fundage. Yes. Yay. And especially, as you just said, with the holiday season, a lot of stuff now is for shipping is free. Yes. So, And also, since Amazon does have a distribution area in Arizona, I believe... Uh, if you're in near that area, like in the West coast of those States, uh, you'll might get your package a lot faster. Uh, cause it won't take that long. If that makes sense. I should know this. I used to work in the mail rooms. Um, but yeah, so that's this episode of arcade bros. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, kiddos keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.